Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I've eaten five artichokes in two days. What can I say? They were on sale. Who could blame you? I'm having drinks tonight inside a bar with a human in the flesh. Awkward video cocktail parties be damned. Woo-hoo! Why do I have so many packs of sticky notes? Why am I saving them? You cray, girl. Live, laugh, love, barf. Ugh, have such a good day. Welcome to have such a good day. Hello, party people and patrons. Patrons uh, who may or may not all be people. Patrons you, unite. Yeah. You might be a, I don't know, an alien from outer space. But if <laughs> I you're hope a patron, you're an alien from outer space. God. That's be kind of cool. I've always sort of wondered uh, if there were just like, like an alien who's just getting like intel. <laughs> and just looks like a human and like has a job and I'd you know, be all into that, that stuff. I'd be right. like, I'd have him over for, for tea or a cocktail. I definitely yeah. would. I'd be, I wouldn't be scared. Yeah, we're also preoccupied with like, what's that in the sky? Maybe it's a spaceship. It's like <laughs> aliens might be a lot smarter than that guy. <laughs> they just know how to teleport and then like have an office job at a bank. And they're really cool looking. I would totally <laughs> be friends with an alien. <laughs> Well, you know, I feel like it's, you know, sort of like people. Like some of them I like more than others. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, jerk aliens probably are out there. <laughs> there probably uh, are. Douchebag yeah. aliens. Yeah, like I hate that alien. Just like really rubs me the wrong way. Uh, hi, everyone. I'm Sarah. And I'm Heather. And Jesus, time is moving fast, Sarah. End of April, <laughs> almost 100 episodes. I know. Another wrinkle, another day, another wrinkle, as I yeah. like to say. Another wrinkle in time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the show where we unpack the absurdity of life for your entertainment and for our entertainment. I mean, it's, let's be honest. What, what can you do but laugh half the time? <laughs> yeah. Well, Heather and I, we struggle <laughs> week to week with being like, well, this is a crap week. Uh, what's the silver lining? Yeah. How do we keep the cynicism to a minimum? <laughs> it's it's really, a challenge. 
there's always a lining. Oh, oh always. I, I prefer a golden lining. Me I'd too. like to change rose that gold. term. A rose golden lining. <laughs> yeah. Where I kind of look into my bag of crap and I'm like, but you know, it is a pretty bag. <laughs> See, I try to do that. I think I'm pretty good about that. I mean, I have my moments, but yeah, I consider myself a pretty optimistic person. I think you are. I think you are. So uh, for for patrons, we sent out a little note last night that we were running one day behind, but we have a really good excuse. I mean, it doesn't really help you, but Heather was actually visiting my neck of the woods this past weekend, and we got to hang out IRL, and it's been a really long time. It's been about over a year, year and a half. Yeah. Yeah, since we saw each other. And it's funny because, and I always say this to people that I either do regular podcasts with, so I see them on, you know, video chat or or, you know, just friends or something that I also do similar stuff with. It it doesn't seem like it's been that long because mm -hmm. I do see Heather once a week, but for us to like hug each other, I yeah. mean, it had been a really long time. I mean, <laughs> it was a completely different world. We saw each other last in LA, pandemic was not even a thought. Nope. I mean, that was like over a year we out. We both moved. Well, I guess it wasn't a year out. Yeah, we both moved, but you know, it was, it was certainly before that. Yeah, and it had been like, I don't know, we were at a dinner party. I mean, it was just, it just seems like such a lifetime ago, but it wasn't really that long ago. I mean, I know, you it's funny never how, know what's around the corner. I know, it's funny how time is. It's like, when I think back to that dinner party where I last saw you in LA, that feels like a long time ago. But when I saw you, I felt like just yesterday I saw you, which yeah. I kind of did on, you know, our, our little Zoom, our weekly Zoom. But yeah, it was really great. And actually, it was really, really cool to see your little homestead yeah, IRL. Yeah, it, it was awesome. You've talked so much about it and like the, the, you know, the road to this and the gate and the trees and the eucalyptus and all that <laughs> stuff. Gate. And, it's like, <laughs> the gate. and Heather still managed to get lost on the way, although everybody does. So it's not a big deal. It was quite confusing. Um, there's a lot of roads that have similar names. So yes. it was a little confusing, but I did, I made, it was, it was a bit of a crazy weekend. Um, I, I will say, and, and, you know, I wanted that. I wanted like a little bit of adventure. So that's what I got. Well, I'm so happy. It was so fun. Um, we, uh, we hung out in the little town of Sebastopol, which is not where I live now, but it's not far away. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's where I grew up and, you know, I go into, it's bigger than, I live in sort of this unincorporated area of the Russian river Valley. It's not really I'm near a town, but I'm not kind of in a town of any mm -hmm. kind. I'm sort of just in the woods. But uh, Sebastopol, the town, which is not a big town, but has, you know, I mean, it's it's got the stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, it's uh, it's a it's a well, I call it a short drive. It's like 20 minutes away, and we hung out in Sebastopol and checked out some crystal shops and <laughs> ate cookies, and it was just super fun. And oh, we had ramen too, which is that's the and most we fun had thing lunch, ever. which we had lunch and dinner. We had two we had meals together inside restaurants. <laughs> we did, we did, and it was just it was just great. So super fun. Um, and if you're listening to this, uh, I. I hope that you also had a super fun weekend or, you know, whatever days of the week might be your weekend. I know everybody has weird schedules these days, but yeah, it was, it was a really good one. You know, some weekends I'm like, people go, how was your weekend? And I'm like, I don't even have anything to tell you. You know, I just, I mean, I did things, right? Yeah. I'm not just like sleeping through the weekend, but sometimes it's just sort of like, I don't even know what I did. You're like, I ate food. I watched something yeah, on TV. I might have, I can't like, even remember what it was. Cleaned up something, but it was, yeah, it was, it was. It was a good one, but uh, it was the, the, Indeed. the, the week itself, you know, because you the weeks are, I don't know, they all blend together. But uh, I, I had a fun I've mentioned the uh, my beloved hardware store, uh, the, the nearest hardware store to me, which is there's like Ace Hardwares that are not too far away. And there have 
varying sizes. There's actually like a huge one in, in Santa Rosa and there's another one in Sebastopol. But the, the nearest hardware store to me is the little one that has like one of everything, but they like somehow always have everything. Mm-hmm. And I like to go in there because yeah, it's an independent place and the people there are cool and stuff. And I had gone in there to buy a basketball uh, recently for my dog. And he doesn't play basketball, but he likes to, it's like basketball slash soccer. If you look at Otis Redding Lane on Instagram, I have posted a couple photos and videos of, of him. He just loves, because it's too big for him to bite. And so he just sort of pushes it along with his nose. And if I get it to bounce, you know, he's like jumping in the air. It's just, it's so adorable. Anyway, so I had, you know, and I had got the basketball just in my trunk and we use it when we're somewhere that he can kind of do his thing. And so I go to the hardware store and I'm, I want to buy some miracle Grow for these plants that I bought. Um, I've got these planters that are sort of hanging off of uh, a, a deck of mine. And when I moved in some time ago, you know, whoever was taking care of the house had these like really pretty flowers that were in the planters. And then we had like a problem with our irrigation for a while, which has since been fixed. But during that time, and I think that they were just kind of annuals anyway, the flowers just sort of were just went away you know Mm -hmm. and so it's just sort of like sad planters with some sort of like weird grassy weeds that started (laughs) to grow in them and I kept looking at them and it's kind of like right where I park so every time I pull up I kind of just there'd be like a little blip where I'm like "Ah, I gotta do something with those planters Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. it just looks so much better when there's something of life growing in them so I had bought these plants and you know I thought I could like plant them in the kind of soil that was already in the planter. And I'm like, you know what? I just need to dump this whole thing and start over. Anyway, so I go to the hardware store and I'm like, uh, you know, I just need like, they had these like orchid potting soil and like really specific stuff. And I'm like, I just need like regular soil. Mm -hmm. Like this isn't for an indoor plant. It's not a succulent. It's just some like cute little wildflowers kind of thing. And he goes, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We got that in the back. So pull around, pull around with your car. And I'll just like, you know, the bag's kind of big. I'll put it in the trunk. I'm like, okay. So I do. And, and you know, I pop the trunk for him. And I'm like, don't mind that basketball. It's, uh, you know, just put it over to the side. You know, my trunk is big, you know, but there's a bunch of junk back there. And he goes, oh, you're the one who bought the basketball. Hey, we owe you some money. And I was like, what? He goes, yeah, yeah. I wasn't here that day, but the, the girl that was behind the counter, because I, I think I've mentioned on the show, there's like a hundred people who work there. You just like, I'm like, how do you, how, why are there so many people who work here? Mm-hmm. He goes, yeah, she mentioned after you left that she accidentally charged you for like a much more expensive basketball. I'm like, are there really like that many prices of basketballs? But I'm like, oh, well, okay. Yeah, that's where I got it. I mean, I, I'm, it's definitely me. And he goes, yeah, come on back inside and we'll get you a refund. And I was like, well, I mean, I was kind of like, you know, already seatbelt was on, you know, I was kind of in my car and he was just going to put the the soil in my trunk. And I was like, eh, kind of don't want to go back in there. And I was like, can you just like, I don't know, like credit it to my next purchase. I'll be in here eventually. And he was like, yeah, that's cool. And I was like, but what if you're not here? You know, like, do you want my name, my information? And he's like, oh, no, I'm always here. And I'm like, well, but you weren't here the day that I bought the basketball. And he's like, yeah, that's true. But I'm like, always here. It'll just be me. And I'm like, all right. You just <laughs> That's <wing> fine. <laughs> I mean, clearly you all have been talking about the woman who bought the expensive basketball. Like, how much was... are we talking? Like, three bucks refund? Like, didn't ask. 50 I bucks? Did, I mean, didn't even ask. <laughs> how no, much was I mean, the, the basketball? Bas- 
it was, I don't know, it was like $20 or something like that. It was, I, I assume it's not a huge discrepancy, but I was just, I just kind of had to laugh. Like I'm like, a uh, small town charm, really. Yeah, totally. I, I just love it. Anyway, so I got my soil. I actually still haven't, haven't gotten the plants in there yet, but, but the plants are there. The soil's there. It'll be my little weekend project. Nice. It'll be a lot of fun. I'll get dirty, get some <clears> dirt <throat> under my fingernails. Good time. Get yourself some guard gardening gloves. Some good yeah, ones. I know. I know I need them. In fact, if you need, need advice on that, I, I have tried all kinds of different gardening gloves and there are better ones. Some of the dirt actually goes through and gets under your nails even if you're wearing them. So having like rubber tips is key in my book. Well, I will I will heed your warning. <laughs> Although I, I do, um, it's hard to explain, but I mean, there's just so much landscaping here and most of it, I mean, there's... There are professionals who come and, you know, and tend to the yard. Mm -hmm. um, but I do notice that, and it's not like they're slacking. I mean, they know what they're doing much more than I do. But I, uh, the, one of the fellas I was talking to when he was here last week and he had mentioned, I was having him look at a couple of things like, hey, maybe there's something kind of going on in this corner and, you know, stuff like that. And he had mentioned, yeah, you know what we're going to have to do? We're going to have to cut back this it's this area where it's not like English ivy, but it's some other sort of invasive, but pretty ivy-ish mm -hmm. plant that's sort of taken over. And it's sort of on this hill near the driveway where I'm like, I don't know. I mean, what else is going to grow there? There's kind of not anything there. It's just sort of ground cover. And he's like, yeah, it's going to encroach on some of the other plants on the other side of the hill. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you don't want that. And I was like, yeah, okay. Well, yeah, you can like, tackle that next time but then it was on my mind and the other day I'm the last Airbnb guests who were here kind of I don't know they didn't clean up the yard all that well so I'm just kind of you know I'm looking in some nooks and crannies and I realize because there's some beautiful plants and and like even like a Japanese maple and dogwood tree and you know some lattice and stuff and I'm looking and I'm and I see that the plant has sort of started to wrap itself around and I I just can't see because it's kind of coming from the back mm -hmm. and I was like oh yeah that, that is really bad you know I don't want there's a big lavender bush that has been kind of weird for a while and I realized oh it's because it's getting choked from yeah. this plant from behind and mm -hmm. I just can't see it because just the way that the ground is so I started just pulling some weeds and once you get started and I wasn't wearing gloves it's very or therapeutic I was even wearing like bad shoes where I'm uh -huh. like, you know, I'm sort of like, you know, like I've got like one foot in a sort of weird mud puddle and stuff because it rained here. It was just, it was sort of a mess, but I don't know. And I'm just, yeah, I'm pulling weeds and that, that like, that great crunchy feeling where you're like, yes, I got the whole root. Oh, just it feels then. so good. Like th there's some weeds that come out, like you can pull them at the base and they'll come out like one piece. And then other ones like the wild onions, which are my least favorite, they're really hard to pull out at the root. Um, but yeah, there's definitely a, uh, it's almost like a, is it like kind of an ASMR sort of thing? Yeah. Um, because it you get really like, there's is. this like satisfying. Yeah. It's like ASMR of, I don't know, there's like a sound, but also like that feeling where you're like, got it. Yeah. And it's exactly. And it's also, you know, like when you say you're in like a cleaning, organizing mood, 
you know, and it feels really good to reorganize your closet because you're just in that kind of mood. It's the same yeah. thing. It's like you're cleaning up the yard. It's like you're making right. it look prettier. You're manicuring it. Well, and it's one of the it's one of those things where it's like if anyone's like, hey, fancy pulling some weeds right now, Sarah, I'd be like, mm, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to organize my closet. I want to do laundry. <laughs> All these things like you're like, that's not fun. Mm -mm. But as soon as you do it, you're like, oh, my God, it feels so much better. When I'm in certain moods. Yeah. The weeds thing is the same it was, oh, it's I mean, totally the I, same thing. When I was done, and again, like all I really did was clear areas around other plants that I didn't, you know, I wanted to flourish more. There's still like so much to, to pull out. Mm -hmm. And so I only did just a portion. But I mean, it was a large compost bin full yeah. of shit. Oh, and you, you're going to make yourself crazy because it doesn't end. Like you'll, you'll think, oh, if you spent all day weeding and it looks so good, in a few days, more grass and other little yeah, you know. imposters will pop up. It just, it, it does make me a little crazy. And I don't think I'm OCD, but I get a little nuts where I'm like, oh, I spent so long two weeks ago weeding and now it's just all back. It's like, why? It's like, it's like washing your car. Why yeah. even bother? Because yeah. it's like going to be dirty tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I love, I've got, I've got, there's just, it just, it's a blooming, you know, it's blooming season around yeah. here. And so there are these, there's some trees that are finally getting their leaves back and others that are like in full bloom, you know, other trees that have like already blossomed and now they're like straight into leaves. Now it's like the blossoms were never there, but like really just a few weeks ago, it was all blossoms. I mean, it's, I love the turnover and you know, the weeds are a part of that and I know it's an ongoing thing, but it's a, uh, you know, it's a. Uh, it's good times and I'm really not an expert gardener at all, but it, there is something extremely satisfying about being like, I just made this not only look better because of course it's like it, upkeep. I mean, mm -hmm. upkeep is part of the deal, you know, if you mm -hmm. want a, uh, a super cool garden, but just that, that feeling of like, okay, I've just made this thing that now is sure it needs water and some love, but mostly self-sufficient yeah. and it's alive and it's just going to get bigger. And that's so cool to me. Oh, it's so cool. Wait till you start deadheading. You, do you have any shears, like little hand shears? That's kind of landscaping job. But again, yeah. you know, even I when they're here that. for a while, it's like, there's, there's always something to do. So yeah. it's been a, um, overall pretty pretty productive week you know I got a credit at the hardware store I did some weeding didn't even break a nail and uh yeah it's on the up and up Heather nice. it's only uh it's uh next stop U.S. presidency no, just <laughs> god wouldn't yeah. that be an awful job that's actually yeah the, it's one of the last things I want to do but uh but you know somebody more capable can 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 <laughs> Can yeah, figure that well, out. I don't know if any human is capable. I think we need to have a robot uh, president or something, <laughs> right, right. or an alien. So just the AI is smarter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, just I don't know. Let's do it a different way. So, how's your week been besides the weekend when I saw you? Well, it's uh, you know, there's there's a lot going on. Uh, I won't lie, and I I spent some time in the garden last evening, last night, just doing some deadheading, just to kind of like decompress, you know. But I do love the longer evenings are really nice. We've kind of started our badminton games again, um, which is really fun. And, you know, we've got so many little areas to play games. Like I really want to get a croquet set. I, I just have all these fantasies about all the fun games we're going to play in the summer. But it's funny. So to kind of backtrack to uh, last weekend when I was down visiting you, Sarah, I, I visited another friend and 
it was, you know, this is a, a friend of mine. She's kind of like a little sis. Uh, you know, I, I taught her English and au paired her in Paris a long time ago when she was 11 years old. She's now in her mid-30s and we're very close. She's like family and, you know, we usually try to spend as much time together as possible. And so I stayed at her house uh, a couple nights and she lives half an hour from Sarah in this really beautiful sort of valley. Gosh, I mean, yeah, talk about things blooming and it being springtime. I mean, it's just, it's just so storybook out there. So beautiful. The rolling hills and the white horses and the, the super bloom and, you know, all the purple flowers. I mean, just so beautiful. But, you know, I really realized something. I mean, I, I think I've always realized this, but I think I'm ex finally accepting it and I'm okay with it. Um, and that is, you know, when, when we were planning the weekend, she said she wanted to take me to a party on Saturday night. And I immediately kind of clammed up and thought, oof, a party, yeah. you know, social anxiety. Uh, you know, this, since the last year I've been sequestered and, you know, this kind of post-quarantine weird new social anxiety. Because, I mean, you know me, Sarah, like I can be a social butterfly. I can be the life of the party if I want to be. And I think you too, I think we're similar in that way, but we're both kind of introverts and we need our time alone to refresh. And so I got like anxious about this party and it was just like kind of an over the top party, you know, with a fresh fish bar, <laughs> a raw fish bar. And, you know, just this, you know, lots of champagne, like kind of fancy, a swimming pool, bring your bathing suit. I'm like, uh, yeah, no, that's not gonna happen. But uh, I ended up having a good time, but it was a little, intense for uh, me and my uh, <laughs> elder bones. When you stay with someone, you're kind of on their schedule. And so you get kind of, you, you, you sort of have to just be flexible and just kind of go with the flow. And, and I did, but you know, my friend is in her thirties and you know, she has a lot more energy than I do. And so we had like an 8 PM dinner reservation at a fancy restaurant, like kind of across the Valley, you know, it was like an hour drive and you know, we did some pre-dinner drinking up at her winery, which was up in the hills on the totally different direction. So there's like kind of a lot of driving and a lot of, you know, sipping champagne and, you know, tasting wine. You know, we're at this dinner and I'm the, the other people at the table are like in their 20s. So I'm like, I'm like wondering if it would be okay if I took my readers out of my purse, because honestly, I couldn't read the menu. It was like, you know, low light. And I felt, it was like the first time I felt a little self-conscious about it. I mean, I have cute readers, but still. And then around uh, 9.30, you know, they're ordering the chicken that the waiter said will take 45 minutes. And I was like, oh man, this, we're not going to get out of here until midnight. It's all good. It's all good. I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool. Then like a third bottle of champagne, you know, this whole thing. So we left around 11.30. It was about a 45 minute drive over the mountain like where your ears are popping like super hairpin like the craziest curvy road i've ever been on you know and there's like fog and a deer could jump out at every any moment any any corner and i'm not a great night driver i actually don't like driving at night i mean it was the most challenging drive i think i've ever been on you know i had had champagne i wasn't under the influence yeah. but i definitely felt tired yeah we we should mention heather was driving so it's not like she's like I'm wasted, but it's like that. It's almost worse when no, you're like, well, I'm not. the DD, so I'm just going to like, yeah, kind of like watch everybody party and wish I was already done with the drive. Exactly. And I was just, you know, anyway, it was no visibility. By the time we get home, it's after midnight. You know, we get to her house. She kind of lives in the woods. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to hit the sheets. I don't even think I'm going to brush my teeth. I'm so tired. And then we realized that my friend forgot her house keys in her car back at the winery <laughs> that's an hour and a half away. And I couldn't, I was just like, this is just, wow, um, this is funny. <laughs> 
anyway, total adventure. We're trying to break into the house. Uh, you know, sh she's climbing up on the, the roof and, you know, trying every window. Finally, we get in. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I just realized I'm like, those kinds of things roll off your back, like when you're younger. But when you're older, you're just like, I just want a warm bed to sleep in. You know, I want to feel cozy and yeah. take a hot shower. And <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's good to be home. And uh, there's a lot of um, Airbnb fun happening here, Sarah. There's actually one little anecdote that I want to share because I think you'll appreciate this. There was a, around 10 o'clock the other night, I got a call from out of state. And usually when I get a call from out of state during the day, right. it's usually spam. Yeah. It's usually a robocall. And so I don't answer it and it goes to voicemail. And 99% of the time it is a robocall. But it, in the evening after 8 p.m., it's usually a guest um, staying at one of my Airbnbs. And so I, I thought, oh, God, what's what happened now, you know? And so this girl, she she pulls up behind the cottage and she's like, uh, hi, Heather, we booked tonight and tomorrow, but there's a car parked here. What's going on? And I like immediately, like my heart sank because there aren't that many places to stay up here. Like it's, it's pretty, our little spot is very unique. There aren't that many places like this. So it's like, and things are booked. So it's like, I can't just like, if I make a mistake and I have to turn someone away, you know, where they're going to stay in the at the Holiday yeah. Inn at the airport, you know what I mean? And so uh, I immediately just thought, oh my God, I really screwed up. But it wasn't my fault. They booked for 2022 and they oh came all the way from Colorado. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. you believe it's, that? It's like that, yeah. it's that and she laughed. where you're like, oh no, this is on me. And then you realize it's yes. not on me, but like they're still yeah. so effed. Yeah. Oh, totally. After and I helped them. I got them a place. Well, I mean, I gave them a reference, and they they were able to get a room. But like, man. And then we had a couple guys from L.A. Really cool guys. Ended up talking to them a lot. In fact, uh, he's been texting me a, a bunch since he left. But they were the nicest guys. Um, they loved the property so much, and they were. They gave me a couple of bottles of wine, some beer. You know, like send me all these really nice notes. They left a, a tip for the housekeeper, which never happens. Um, so, you know, with the bad comes the good. And I'm grateful for, you know, this, well, this experience. Well, I'm glad. It, you know, it's funny. Uh, Heather and I actually talked about this a little bit over the weekend. But, you know, she said, do, peop do your, your Airbnb people leave tips for the house cleaner? And I'm like, no. As far as I know, that's never happened. And I, I mean, I'm the one who, yeah. it's actually, you know, it's landlord money, right? But I'm the one that the housekeeper deals with, you know, that, you know, I pay them, yep. you know, whatever's agreed upon. And that's just the, the rate is the rate. Um, and not that if they were left a tip, that would be an issue. I, you know, it's all yours, right? It's not, it's not mine, but, but, uh, I don't think mm -hmm. that's ever happened. Also guests do not leave me gifts. <laughs> no, they do not. Sometimes they leave <laughs> crap in the fridge that we have to throw out later. But uh, no, no one's ever been sure. like, well, I mean, I've had a couple people who were just really friendly guests kind of like invite me over to like share their dinner. And I usually just politely decline or I'm busy or something. You know, I'm kind of like, nah, you mm -hmm. kind of you kind yeah. of stay over on your side. And, you know, we'll we'll, we'll have boundaries here, but it's, it's still really <laughs> nice. But no, no gifts for Sarah. And that's that's cool. I really don't. <laughs> I don't mind like the the gift is their presence Sarah <laughs> right exactly the the last folks who left they were a funny couple um they were really nice but when they left they had there's this place in Guerneville which is you know kind of one town over 
and it's it's fairly hopping. You know, there's there's places to eat and drink and and mm-hmm. you know stuff to do. It really cute. Kind of kind of looks like an old western town. I like Gurnville. My dad used to call it Gurneyville. Gurneyville, yeah. That's how you know someone's from not around here. Uh, <laughs> you hear that a lot. But uh, there's this place that does this fresh ice cream and. It's, I don't really like ice cream, so I've never gone there for the ice cream, but I know of it. It's, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's very beloved. They use Strauss Family Creamery, which is in Marin. And, it's the best. Yeah, it's good yeah. stuff. And the folks who had stayed here had gotten some ice cream from there. And as they leave, they say, hey, we're just going to leave the ice cream because, like, we didn't even eat it. So is that cool? I mean, it's in the freezer. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Usually stuff in the freezer, I mean, unless it looks really gross or something, I leave because I'm like, eh, you know, it's usually sort of, I don't know, like hot pockets or something that's wrapped up and they're frozen and whatever. And so, but I, but I, out of curiosity, I just kind of looked in the freezer later and it's like both of the, they were not huge things of ice cream, like two pints. Mm -hmm. And like, they were both like half eaten. So yeah, it's ice cream that's, you know, not, hasn't gone bad or anything, but I'm like, well, you didn't like leave like untouched ice cream. You left ice cream that like maybe you scooped out with a spoon and then used that same spoon, you know, like, cause I don't know how you ate it. I'm like, that's just, now that's not something I'm going to leave in the freezer Mm -hmm. because it looks used. Yeah, totally. And and I, you know, I I appreciate the fact that they're like, oh, we'll just leave it. We don't want it to go to waste. But I'm like, I thought it was a new tub of ice cream. That yeah, that's well, that's what I thought too. And that happens sometimes. You know, people don't always get through all the food. You know, and they can take it with them or leave it or whatever. Um, Yeah. And I was like, yeah, we're not leaving this in here. You know, it's just, (laughs) you know, I I hate to waste food, but I'm like, this is just, it's weird. You know. It'd be like moving yeah. into no, a new apartment and you're like, What's that? why is this stuff in the fridge? Ew. Oh, no, I definitely think that's We actually found some grass-fed beef in the refrigerator yesterday and gave it to our workman. He was pretty, pretty pumped. I think he cooked it for dinner last night. But <laughs> yeah, there's in, in new adventures every day with this stuff, I swear. And the guys who left the wine, I mean, this guy is so obsessed with our property. He wants to do a trade. So he lives in the Hollywood Hills, kind of near where we used to live. Um, he's like, we have a heated pool. I mean, he seems kind of fancy. He's like a financial advisor guy. And um, and I'm like, well, I would consider that. I mean, that would be kind of nice to do like a house swap. But it, it's like, it's, you know, this guy's a stranger. I mean, I really liked his vibe and he seemed really cool and normal. But like, eh, sometimes you're like, um, might be a little too close for comfort, you know? Well, it's also something, it's like, he thinks it sounds great, but like, is it like fun and convenient for you? You know, yeah. you kind of just have to weigh all that stuff before you like, do like, I bring my three animals? Like, how, how does that work? Right. It kind of, kind of turns into, turns into a big sort of caravan thing. Well, yeah. um, moving on, I, I've been thinking about this a lot since our last show and, uh, the, the idea around pop culture, not aging all that well, you know, when you, mm-hmm. there's. There's that term, you know, where we use like, hey, when's the last time you saw The Breakfast Club? That did not <laughs> age very well. Yeah. You know, and I, I I, use The Breakfast Club as an example because when I was a kid, it was just like my favorite movie. I've seen it over a hundred times. Uh, mm-hmm. One of my childhood friends and I, we would just like watch it often after school uh, and just kind of have it on. And we knew all the, we, we knew, you know, every line in the movie. It's still a great movie. However... Um, this movie, I don't know, I think it came out in 1985. I believe that it's set in 1984. Because um, he says like, 1984, you know, set the blah, 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 Illinois. But, um, you know, it's it's a you know early-ish 80s movie. And, you know, there are some terms that are 
that are said, uh, you know, and these, mm-hmm. you know, it's supposed to be, you know, among teenagers and stuff. It's like, for example, the F word. And I'm not talking about F-U-C-K. Talk about the other F word. And it's like, you know, it's a slur. And mm-hmm. you don't say that word. Not yeah. that it was ever cool. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's, we have gotten to a point where it's like, oh, you don't, you know, that's never okay. Yeah. And uh, I, you know, that sort of thing where I'm like, yeah, there's just, there's some things about it where, and especially as like a very impressionable young person, because mm-hmm. I was a teenager when I saw that movie. So like they were the coolest, right? Because they were mm-hmm. a lot older than me. Um, you know, just, I'm like, I watched that so many times and I mean, I don't think it like negatively affected my outlook on life or anything, but like that's a lot of absorbing, you know, of sure. stuff and having to kind of like navigate that and know what's right and wrong. So that's like one example, but there are a couple more recently where I'm just like, gosh, interesting. So because I, you know, I've, I've always liked sort of like gangster rap music. And uh-huh. even when I was, you know, again, like not even a teen- teenager yet, you know, I'm listening to it where it's like stories about killing people and guns and stuff. And I'm like, it's just weird that I just sort of was like, yeah, this is like cool music, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to kill anybody with a gun. But no. like, yeah, this is like my favorite song. But you'll sing along. Yeah, yeah totally. like, like, huh, interesting. And so that's always something that I was kind of aware of. But mm-hmm. when the rapper DMX died a few weeks ago, we talked about it on the show. And I was, you know, I said I had, you know, kind of put on one of his old albums. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, just, I remember, you know, these songs are like, you know, really brings me back. And I had, you know, because he was, he, he was, you know, sort of a, you know, tragic death and everything. And there were various kind of obit paragraphs that were written around the internet, you know, and I had read some of them. And there was one that was kind of like, you know, where it says like, so-and-so, you know, died and, you know, so-and-so was, you know, racked with controversy over their career. One of those things being, you know, like homophobic, uh, you know, stuff. And, you know, there was something with dogs and, you know, and I was kind of like, and I read it and I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't really know those references. Um, mm-hmm. And I never really kind of like dug down into it. I was just like, I don't, you know, I don't know what that means. And I was driving back from a friend's house uh, the other day and they lived the, you know, about an hour away. So I was going to be in the car for a while and I didn't feel like listening to a podcast. And I'm like, you know, what? I'm just going to do like best of DMX on Apple Music, you know, where it's just like you don't know what song is going to be next. It's just like shuffling mm-hmm. through all of his songs. Well, the homophobic song came on, and this is a song mm. that I had never heard before. And mm. I'm not talking like, you know, where there's a song and you go like, ooh, that's a problematic verse. No, it was mm. the whole song. The whole song was about how horrible it was and gross. And I was like, oh, God. you know, once like halfway through the song, I'm like, I can't listen to this. You know, uh-huh. and I, you know, I, I, I don't know. I put something else on. And I was like, uh-huh. that was really bad. I've not heard that song. And like, I kind of am surprised people didn't bring it up more, mm-hmm. you know, just the fact that he died. So he was on, you know, people's minds and maybe yep. it had to do with just sort of like someone's deceased. Why even bring it up kind of thing. But I was like, that was not like a minor song. That was <laughs> like, wow. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like, I don't ever want to hear that again. Um, mm-hmm. And just, just like that is, oh my gosh. And I know people have really, really, different views than I do about lots of things, but it was, it kind of like rattled me a little bit. Yeah, I bet. And I think, yeah. Yeah. I think that this is a really good topic that we could unpack for days because, you know, there, I mean, there's so much pop culture out there, you know, music, movies, TV, 
that is very, very dated. And we grew up in a time where it was like, you know, our parents were kind of old school growing up, them growing up in the 50s and then sort of teaching us, you know, their ways and kind of us growing up with like the 80s television and stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a long time ago my, and I, it is dated. I don't think I would call my parents very old school. Um, I definitely have friends who had old school parents. My parents were pretty progressive. Um, mm -hmm. They, uh, I mean, <laughs> they would not have liked this DMX song, that's for sure, but neither would yeah. I. I yeah. wouldn't, I just never heard it. You know, it was not yeah. something that was played on the radio for obvious reasons. Um, and I didn't have enough albums to, I don't know if, mm -hmm. if, if the song was ever playing at a party, I never listened to it, you know, kind of yeah. thing. But I was like, ooh, that's, that's not something that is gonna, I'm not, yeah. I'm not gonna be okay with this. And it's something that's even like, this is like so much totally different, but still, you know, in the musical category. So I play, I, I play, I, I work out in virtual reality all the time. And I, there's this app that I use all the time called Supernatural and I love it. I, I use it almost every day. It's just like so much fun. And the whole way that it uh, is um, set up is there are like themes, right? So it'll be like, how long do you want to work out? Like 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 45 minutes. And so you kind of like, you've got that, those categories, like how much time do I have or how much, you know, mm -hmm. how much time do I want to commit to this? And then there's like themed playlists. So it's like hip hop day or, you know, country or, you know, EDM. And there's certain ones that I like more than others, but you know, it gives you a whole variety, but you're not going to listen to like, if you've got 30 minutes to work out, it's like the songs will kind of all be a theme, which is nice. Mm. So if you're in a certain mood, you're like, Oh yeah, this is like, I like this vibe. Um, and there was one the other day that was like, it was like classic rock. And I'm kind of looking at it beforehand where I'm like, am I in the mood for this? And I was mm -hmm. like, yeah, I am. You know, like once you get going, it's fun. You know, I know all the mm -hmm. songs. And one of the songs was Stay With Me by Faces. And you might recall that Rod Stewart used to be the lead singer of Faces, you know, and he's mm -hmm. Rod Stewart's, I love Rod Stewart. I love Rod Stewart. Yeah, he had a solo <laughs> career, but he was also, um, you know, the front man for, for that band. And, and I'm like stay, like, stay with me, stay. Oh yeah, I like this song, so we're going. You know, and mm -hmm. I'm swinging my arms wildly like a banshee. And <laughs> it's another the thing. The banshee where, that you are. Right. And I'm listening to the lyrics and I was like, oh, this is such a mean song. I kind <laughs> of, as a kid, I'm like, I know that song. You know, I've, mm -hmm. I've heard it like, I don't know, on some classic rock station a million times. I mm -hmm. know the melody, but I never really listened to the lyrics. And the lyrics are like super mean. It's like mm -hmm. this guy who's saying to this woman, you know, sleep with me tonight, but when yeah. I wake up in the morning, you better be the fuck out of here. Yeah, totally. You're like, I don't like you, I don't respect you, I'm mm -hmm. just like, this is what you're doing with me, and and then beat it, you know? Like, I do not want to see your then. face. Yeah, and it's kind of like, yeah. it's kind of that weird sort of like overly sexualized 70s thing. I get a little upset about that actually, because I watch so many 70s movies, and I'm always telling my boyfriend, I'm like, they're really uh, exploiting these women. Like they, they have no role in this other than to like show their tatas, you know? And it's like, it does bother me. I mean, I love 70s film, films, but there's a lot of that sexploitation stuff that does bug me. Yeah, and uh, it was, it's it was just dated. sort of funny because I, uh, and Rod Stewart was also, I mean, he's got a lot of songs where it's like, oh yeah, this is like a sexy song kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But this particular song was like, I mean, I finished my workout like I wasn't like, you know, like upset to the point where I was like, I won't listen to this. And I still kind of like the song, but I was like, this is sort of a, 
when you really think about it, I'm like, this is kind of a funny thing to have in a playlist because mm -hmm. the whole, the app itself is based on like, it's like super positive. Like you have like coaches who are like, you know, talking you through like, keep going, make sure to breathe, you know, you lift mm -hmm. with your legs, you know, and all this stuff. And I'm like, this is just sort of like a, it's like kind of a funny thing that like slipped through the cracks, I think, because mm -hmm. it's a, it's like very anti, like this, like fitness power, you got it girl kind of thing that <laughs> otherwise is the whole mood. And I just, yeah. I kind of, I was like, I mean, I was, I was about to say I was, I was kind of laughing. I, I wasn't really laughing, but I was like, this is just weird. It's just kind That's of a funny weird. song to work out to. Well, I, I mean, Rod Stewart might be kind of a funny it, person. To it worked out, out completely to, fine. Out it's just the lyrics. Yeah. yeah. The, the classic rock part of it was like, it was fun. Mm -hmm. And it was still, again, it was like one of 10 songs that I listened to, but mm -hmm. I was like, it's just, I never really listened to it before. I even got on like Genius later and I read through, I'm like, did I hear that right? And I'm looking at the <laughs> lyrics like on Google. I'm like, yeah, that's really what it says. That's mm -hmm. not very nice. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, um, you know, it's, I'm learning things every day, even things that yes, I should have known a long time ago, but I guess I just never noticed until now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my, my parents were progressive too, but you know, I think growing up in the 50s, my, my mom's parents were pretty old fashioned. My grandmother's name was Esther Pearl. I mean, that's like, does anybody ever name their kids Esther or Pearl these days? Maybe Pearl. I don't know. I don't it's know. Kind of I think Esther's name. come back around. Is it? Yeah. Cool. Well, today, Sarah, I'm wearing my big girl shoes. Okay. <laughs> and because <laughs> most of the time I don't do that anymore, but um, I'm finally seeing a financial advisor and this is my second week we're going to be meeting weekly and i feel like this is totally peak adulting and i am actually really liking it i have like my favorite podcasts on npr you know i i listen to up first religiously fresh air forum uh, all kinds of stuff on npr and I, I always listen to Marketplace just because it's usually on when I'm driving home, you know, it's sometime in the afternoon and I really like Hi Rizdal. I've always liked his voice mm -hmm. and I've always enjoyed that show, even though, like I said in the last show, that I never was really a big, you know, I don't know a lot about like the new currencies, you know, that we, you, we talk about sometimes on the show, like crypto and, and Bitcoin, all that stuff. Like I really, I'm curious about it, but I just haven't spent any time learning about it. Um, and I've, you know, like I just never really spent a lot of my brain power in the world of finance, but I really enjoy Marketplace. I really enjoy that podcast and more and more I'm, I'm kind of craving to listen to it. And I think that I'm, I'm really kind of veering into this territory of, like I said, last show, I'm actually like, I think for a while I would sort of not want to think about it and not want to hear about it. And now I'm actually like enjoying it like i want to read about it and i want to you know i think maybe it is the big girl thing you know it's like i'm finally like a real adult and i i'm fascinated i'm more fascinated by it i didn't care so much about it back then but yeah so sitting down with my financial advice so she's a woman i'm really glad because i i just like her vibe she's really cool um, her name is Teresa without an H, which is also how my gardener spells her name, Teresa. So I've got two Teresas with no H in my life. It's a little confusing. Anyway, so yeah, so so she basically gave me a lot of context around my dad and like the way he was a risk taker. And she kind of laid down this foundation for me that was really fascinating. And um, I'm really excited. I'm going to go see her after the show today. And she gave me a book 
that I'm actually tearing through is fascinating. And uh, yeah, I just, I feel like I'm kind of on my way to harnessing uh, this, this business. And I'm, I'm really excited to finally have a financial advisor. That's cool. I'm happy for you. I don't, I don't have a yeah. financial advisor. I mean, not like a person that, you know, I, I speak to one-on-one. I have, um, the IRA, um, folks that, you know, are, are keeping my IRA safe, you know, cause you can mm-hmm. kind of move it to wherever you want. Um, one mm-hmm. of the things that I pay for in my monthly service fee is uh, coaching, like financial coaching. Yeah. Um, I've taken advantage of it a couple of times. Um, and it's, you know, it's remote. It's not like I'm going to sit down yeah. with someone somewhere. I don't even know where the company's based. But uh, but yeah, there were, there were, um, there was a seminar. It was, I guess it was a Zoom. I could see the woman, but you know, the rest of our cameras weren't turned on kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you would submit questions, but you weren't, you know, she was the only one talking, you know, and she yeah. was kind of looking at the chat and everything. And that actually, I don't know, it was a few weeks ago. And and I sort of just, like, at first I'm like, I'll just turn it on and kind of be doing other things and I'll listen to the audio. And it was so, like, it was good information that I, I actually yeah. kind of stopped what I was doing. And I was like, I actually want to pay more attention to this. Exactly. And, it, it, yeah, it's it's really helpful. I've never been super great about, um, about money. Um, I... I, <laughs> I'm great at spending it. Um, and yeah. you know, I don't overspend what I don't have, but I, I know that there are a lot of things that I could do better. And it's yeah. like, you know that, but when someone gives you like action items in order to mm-hmm. just get better at that, you know, it's like a muscle, right? That you got to get it better is, at, totally you know, is. instead of going the easy way, you got to do yeah. it the smart way, you know, and, yeah, and don't exactly. hurt yourself in the process. And that's all like really great stuff that it's like, I need to be reminded of that a lot. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I'm looking forward to. And it's interesting because she had one book on her desk. I, I You know, when you meet someone and you're like working with someone for the first time or it's a new friend or whatever, and you're like, I feel like I was really meant to meet this person. It just felt really like a good fit, you know, because I was sort of trying her out. I mean, I could have... I probably would have taken some other meetings just to see what the best fit was, mm-hmm. but I really felt like it, she's not at like Morgan Stanley or Fidelity. She's at a smaller firm and they, they take very few clients so they can spend a lot of time with them. It's just a different vibe. And she had that this book, um, The Road Less Traveled, and I thought it was so interesting because it was one of the first books my dad gave me as a teenager. And I, I was kind of just like thrown that she had that on her desk because it's kind of an older book. I mean, it's it's been around for a long time. and. I always remember like the first line in the book and it says like life is suffering. Once you understand that everything gets easier. And it was just, it was so perfect for that moment because, you know, we spent a lot of time talking about my dad and unpacking my dad and all this stuff. And it made me realize, you know, what would be a very great class in school, I would say in college would be kind of a class in adulting. And it's purely about like, what's a mortgage and what's escrow and what's the stock market? Let's, let's like unpack all this stuff that you have to think about as a responsible adult. And I think that would be really helpful for people, you know, especially for people maybe like you and me, Sarah, who didn't really get inspired by finance, you know, at a young age. Um, But I think that would be like a really cool, I would take that class in college if I were, if I were still a student. Yeah. I, uh, I feel like, I don't know. I mean, I sometimes think of myself at 
it's like college age, but just sort of early 20s in general, you know, like very mm -hmm. late teens, early 20s. And I can remember the way I felt about things. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I, I had some friends, well, they were roommates, like, when I was in college, I, I lived with some roommates that they didn't go to my school and they were older than me. They were already out of college. Yeah. Um, we all hung out and everything, but it was like, I was the youngin' of the group. And you know, their friends would come over and it was like, I had friends that were my age, but a lot of the folks I was hanging out with were a little bit older than me. And it was always sort of something that was like, playfully, you know, they would needle me about, you know? And it used to yeah. bother me because in, you know, when you're, that age and you like really want to be grown up you know it mm. really bugs you when someone goes like you're so young you'll get it later you know of and course. of course we all say that anybody who's 10 years younger than me I'm like <laughs> talk to me in 10 years girlfriend you yeah. know kind of thing but it but it it bothered me at the time because it was like it I felt like you know delegitimized kind of thing mm -hmm. if that's even a word mm -hmm. and <laughs> I wonder how much that sort of great advice would have been lost on me at the time because yeah. I did think I was a lot smarter and more worldly than I was. I mean, I was, mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, I think I was more or less pretty smart kid, but I sure. definitely, I remember like stuff that I would say or care about or think I knew. And it's like very much did not, <laughs> very yeah. much did oh, not totally. know what I was talking about. And it, you know, we can all say that about our youth, but but yeah, mm -hmm. it's like the stuff that you take with you, you know, the yep. book that you're talking about or, you mm -hmm. know, stuff where you're like, yeah, this has kind of been in my brain for a really long time. Oh, and, yeah. and it has. And to see it on her desk, I was like, it just felt like everything kind of came full circle. Well, you know, that's nice. Yeah, it was pretty Good cool. Stuff. You know what's also nice, Heather? What? Tell me. Our patrons. <laughs> yeah. It's our patrons. You know, I was going to say that. If you haven't become a patron of our show yet, not mandatory, but certainly appreciated. If you need more information about what that means and what you get, got some little goodies and extras and, and fun stuff. You get the show early, get to hang out in our Discord, anything that's $5 and up per month, uh, get to Discord access. And we've got a great little group in there. We chat about all sorts of good stuff between shows during the week and help each other out and give each other advice and funny stories and cool witty anecdotes patreon.com slash have such a good day is where you can find out more about that and thanks to everybody who also is already a patron and has supported us some of you from the very first day and uh lots of folks along the way and and thanks that's that's really all i can say is thank you so much <laughs> it's so cool to have other folks along for this ride oh it's wonderful and i actually so if you guys do want to join um discord we have to send you a code, so just hit us up on Patreon and uh, and we will send you that code. And I know a few people have been asking, and I apologize for the delay, um, but you're getting your code right now. So we're going to get a few new people. Sweet. I'm looking forward to seeing you guys in there. Woo woo. Uh, if you need reminders of when a new show comes out, we got our Twitter account. We hsgd show is the is the handle um it's really just kind of like pinging you when there's a new episode out um but that's not patreon um and just just a tiny little clarification because sometimes people ask we the show is free so if you want to subscribe whatever wherever you get your podcasts as the other podcasters always say that's totally cool uh if you go through patreon itself it's an ad free show um you might hear ads um on the free version of the show some people are like eh whatever ads it's all good yeah um, and some we, people and, that doesn't bother them and we totally me, understand but. that yeah it's not you know we're not 
we're, we're never going to make anybody pay for, you know, <laughs> our content, although we find it to be very, very important. But Patreon is where we're trying to build our community as much as possible. And so, yeah, if it's all the same to you, you got choices. Um, you know, if you got a couple bucks per month um, to, to throw at us to, to keep our show going. And boy, you know, down the road, if, if, uh, if we're able to do something like two shows a week, you know, it's something that we've we've been kicking around for a while. I mean, Heather and I just, we have limited time and obviously limited resources. It's just us, but uh, we, we do have plans and, and we sure have lofty goals, you know, should we get to that point in the future. So yeah, we could definitely grow the show. There's, there's all kinds of fun stuff um, that we could do. So just let us know. I mean, you guys can email us at hi at have such a good day.com if you have any brilliant ideas or or uh, I don't know, they don't have to be brilliant. They could just be <laughs> average ideas. We'd you love can to just hear them. rant. Yes. Yeah. You having a bad day? Email us. Hi, at have such a good day.com. I'm not even kidding. I mean, I love no, getting really. email. <laughs> oh, I love getting email. And I love like, we'll try our hardest to make you have a better day. I mean, that's sort of our goal here, right, Sarah? <laughs> yeah. I mean, if anything, uh, can't be worse than mine. No, I'm just kidding. It's, <laughs> I'm not, I don't know. My, uh, maybe it's because I'm like super over caffeinated right now, but I feel like life is pretty rose goldy right now. Oh, good. I'm yeah. so glad, Sarah. I like hearing this from you. This yeah. is this is a good thing. Yeah. I mean, you, listen, there, there, will, there will be peaks and valleys, ebbs and flows, yep. ups and downs. That's how life is. I think my day and my week is looking up. You know, Mondays, I'm kind of like Garfield. I, I had kind of a tough Monday yesterday, but uh, you know, it's Tuesday, so it's all downhill from here, right? Well, uh, indeed. And if you're not listening to this on uh, Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever, it's like, ah, you never know. You never know yeah. where we're going to pop you up really in never your know. podcast feed. Uh, <laughs> but until next time, episode 97 is winding in down, the can. coming to a close, in the can, put a fork in it, it is done. Uh, we've <laughs> had a lot of fun. We hope you did too. And we'll be back next week to do it all again. Yes, we will. Until next week, I will remain Sarah. And I will be Heather forever. Have such a good day. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 